Welcome, everyone, to the NPCs. It is for us Friday, September 3rd, 2021. And for you, it is probably the day after Labor Day, September 7th, 2021. You guys are probably all tired, maybe a little hungover still from the weekend. Maybe after playing some video games, you're not sure what to listen to. But guess what? You decided to listen to us. You get to join us. I'm Travis. And of course, I'm joined, as always, by Kyle. What's up? I don't know yet. I haven't really decided what's up yet. It's uh I, I know what's up. They they could be listening to us in the distant future. We could be an audio archive somewhere that that just gets found for some reason by some space race. I don't believe to learn that's gonna about be the case. What video games we've played this week. No, 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 no. No, we are not we are not enough to be put on like the next fucking golden disc, okay, Kyle? We're not the next one to be put along on whatever the the next thing for like Voyager would be or whatever. No, we're not gonna be that, okay? The the farthest we're making it is probably someone down the street who's just like, I hey, that's like my neighbor or whatever. You know, it's like it's gonna be something like that. Okay? That's as far as we're going. Nah, I'm going to be fossilized with all my video games, so when they come across me, they'll be like, holy shit. <laughs> well, they may not even know what the hell the video games are, given the fact that if you're fossilized, all that the cover art's going to be gone, the disc will probably have turned to stone and won't be readable, um, you know, I mean... Nah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how Who you're going to handle any of that. <laughs> Who knows? God almighty. We're not going to talk about the mummification of video games right now, okay? That's not a uh, that's not a part of our conversation. What we will talk about, though, is what we've been playing this weekend. I would like to kind of hit things off here first just to knock them out. Cool. Okay, so... What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Uh, hmm. Oh, yeah. So, more Genshin Impact, of course. Oh. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily addicted anywhere either. Like, I haven't played a lot this week. I did get the PC version set up, though, and had to really figure out the roundabout way to change around my account so that way I could use it on my phone and on my PC so I could just continue progressing through. Mm -hmm. So that's fixed. So if I play on my PC, then I can hop right on my phone after I'm done on my computer and just keep going and vice versa. So I ended up completing a dungeon... I guess what I'd consider like one of the first dungeons. Uh, and it was, it was something. It was a dungeon. It felt very like almost too easy of a dungeon. Like for, it really feels like the beginning game type stuff. Anyway, I was having, I was having thoughts about this on the progression of, of video games and that you think about like RPG games anyway. And then you think about like tabletop RPG games it really feels like they took a lot of what they're doing, at least in the intro part of this game from tabletop games. Like you imagine like you like in a tabletop, like, you know, D and D it's like you, you start out in a, in a tavern and this thing happens here and you're, you're summoned to go do this. And, 
and along the way you learn about this and this mm. and and you go through your first dungeon or your, or your first area where these bad guys are at and you, and you save the area for the time being and then that's when it introduces like the big baddie that's kind of how this this feels at least in some way right now with what i've completed thus far i'm on my way to another temple to go take care of it it's like the temple for this for this dragon um uh storm wing the storm terror i think might be its name it was a very it was a very like simple name but it's so simple i'm already blanking it i think storm terror might be the name and i'm sure dan is probably listening to this and probably like god damn it it is storm terror you it's 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 this you son of a bitch um it's like there's multiple temples you got to hit because apparently this dragon was the guardian of the city that you're in there in monstat and it went crazy for some reason, whatever. And that's why these storms started coming up and it began to attack and and started to cause all this chaos because I ended up in a before I got to the temple, I ended up in this this rail shooter, basically, mm-hmm. where I got this like wing glider thing that's now attached to me. It's like I get a set of angel wings for myself to be able to like glide around, but not fly, but glide. But out of nowhere, I'm given this ability to fly up high, and I go into like a rail shooter game where I actually have to shoot this dragon while it's in the air. And it's literally just point and click, and it's just like it's consistent damage, and it was like 20 seconds, maybe. Yeah, it was really weird to do that. It was like, okay, sure. And it was just trying to progress the story along, I'm guessing, whatever. But then after that, then you have to go talk to like the... um, I think it's like after that point you have to go talk to the people who run like the the guards of the of the city and then that's where you end up going off to the dungeon to go ahead and kind of start working towards like trying to like uh reduce the amount of power that this dragon has. It's just interesting though is like how it's coming out is that it's like I get tutorial modes, I get some of the beginning things. Mm-hmm. It just feels like I'm having my hand held for a lot longer than I expected to. If that makes Ooh. sense. Yeah, but I'm sure that might go away. I mean, there's a lot of content being put out. There's a lot of things that go on in this game. So it could just be that the tutorial is extended because maybe there is a lot that I'm not really grasping onto yet. But it just feels like I'm having my hand held a lot more than I thought I would. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, So that's Genshin Impact. I'll probably just keep pushing along in that as time goes on. Uh, You and I played some Battlefield 4, of course. I don't think there's really much there that needs to be said, save for the (laughs) fact that you know, we're I think we're getting ourselves pretty close to being ready for playing Battlefield 2042. Hopefully, if that open beta does come out this month. And then the last one actually is for the first time in a while, I booted up PUBG. Oh yeah? Yeah. And I didn't do bad at it, which was neat. I actually did pretty good. But it <laughs> I haven't played in so long. Like, I actually had to download an update because I hadn't had the version installed where it had changed to PUBG Battlegrounds, mm-hmm. where it was still, like, my install was still just PUBG. And it included, like, a new map that they had worked on as well, too. And I wasn't really familiar with this new map. But the new map itself has you starting out, instead of just being a plane flying over that you're you're jumping out of as it flies over a predetermined path, uh, the plane's you get like a cinematic opening similar to Warzone, where, you know, like in mm. the, in the original Verdansk map where it was the, the plane kind of like coming up, flying over. And right. then you have to see where you like, you know, you're inside the plane, you know, gearing up with your, whoever you're jumping with, or if you're solo, it's just you, you're going to the back of the plane to jump. 
it was kind of like that, except not seeing yourself, but it was cinematic that the plane's coming up and the plane has like either one or both engines explode. And as you're going across this predetermined path, the plane, uh, plane's engines keep on blowing up like it's uh, suffering some type of anomaly. <coughs> and as you are, you know, experiencing this, it's like obviously like in PUBG, you got to jump out of the plane anyway. Any battle, battle royale game, it's like you're along the path. You got to jump. You got to drop the parachute. But I didn't see it till the end, but I was told by one of the guys I was playing with that if you don't jump out of the plane within a certain amount of time, the plane itself just like breaks apart and you end up taking damage from the plane breaking apart. I don't know if you fully die by the time it reaches the end of the path uh, and doesn't just hmm. kick you out once you reach the end, but there you go. That's what's that. That's, it was just like, okay, that was really interesting. That was a little bit more cinematic than it feels like it needed to be because it was only on that new map. It wasn't on any of the other maps that they had in there. Like, interesting. I, I mean, played the, played the winter map, played the desert, played, um, did not play the original map though, but played enough of them though, that that wasn't there. Every other map was still the same as it used to be. It was just this one that had this brand new opening and the way the plane was on fire. Huh. <laughs> it was very weird. See, and I, I want to say uh, PUBG, I've only ever played the original map. Shoot, I remember clear back in the day when uh, the the pre, pre-match pre stuff, uh, you could actually use your guns and stuff. Yeah, they have the tables full of guns in that. Now you get rocks yeah. and apples. Yeah, for a while there, um, they didn't have anything. You could just run around and, I think, punch each other, and that's it. Yeah, that's about as but far that, as that you was, get. You can either punch, yeah. you can throw rocks, or if you're on one of those maps, you can throw apples, though, too. And that's all yeah. you get. But, but, I mean, in the grand scheme, that's not bad. I do miss the ability, though, to go and try out guns and, you know, figure things out there. But that's that's, like... I think that's pre 1.0 anyway. I think they uh, they dropped that as soon as 1.0. Right, know, right. But yeah, it it's been a hot minute since I've played PUBG. I was never good at it, but more power to you. I'm glad you you had fun with it. <laughs> I was shocked actually that I did as well as I did in it though, because we landed in uh, uh, Miramar is the name of the the second map that they added, the desert map. And we mm-hmm. landed in Picado, which is uh, it's right. It's the ma- it's the excuse me. It's a little town that has the casino in it and a couple high rise apartments. So we land there. The three guys on my team end up getting wiped out. I'm still kind of running around a bit. I was able to secure three kills and damage a guy by like, I mean, he had a couple headshots, but he still didn't go down, even though that's what it looked like to me. But the guys I was playing with as they spectated didn't see the same thing. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I ended up going down, dying. You know, because they were all dead, couldn't come back. That was the end of the game. You know, I had three kills there pretty quick while they had gone down. And these are people who play PUBG a lot. So that felt pretty good. You know, it's like, I'm not completely out of my element here. So I might keep playing some PUBG as time goes on, though, too, as, you know, as long as they're playing. Or if you get it installed again and want to (laughs) play, we can see how chaotic things will get for us. I mean, we saw what happened when we started up playing Halo together and Battlefield together and Titanfall, so maybe it would be just as interesting to see you play some uh, PUBG after after so long. You you know, you're going to hate me uh, for saying this, but I I might actually play Apex before I play PUBG. And if you want to play that, I'm down to play that with you, too. So there's there's some food for thought. (laughs) Fair enough, buddy. Fair enough. But that's but, all I had really in games this week, though, too, is that it's like you 
you know, you and I played a little bit of Battlefield. I really just don't think there's anything to be said there anymore because it's Battlefield. Yeah, I mean, Everybody it knows what that Battlefield. is. Battlefield. But I know that you have uh, hit a critical milestone in your playthrough of Mass Effect. So where are you at and what is going on? So I beat Mass Effect 2. All yeah. right. And uh, in addition to beating it, I I managed to make it out with all members of my crew surviving. So beautiful. Yeah. I, I there was a few times that I kind of puckered up and I, I thought I made a bad decision. Um, I, I feel like I probably could have changed it and made it a little bit easier on myself, but I was afraid I was going to lose a character. So, um, cause as you're going through, I, I mean, it, it feels like common sense. Uh, a lot of times characters that volunteer at the end for things are not going to be the ones that you're going to assign to that task because it literally is a suicide mission for them. Like, I want to say Jacob volunteers for something that's technical and you're like, Jacob, you have no technical skills. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like he's trying. It's like he's really trying to say, like, I'm good at this stuff. And he's, you know, he's he's beating away at a computer with a Yeah, well, it'd be, like, it'd be like Jacob being like, I can do biotics now. <laughs> it's like, Jacob, sit, sit down. <laughs> It's like but, he's gluing. It's like he's gluing popsicle sticks together to make a uh, to make a robotic arm, you know, as a replacement for somebody. Like, look, I made my own Omni tool, Shepard. Right. Hey, that's that's really good. Let's not take him on a mission. <laughs> right. Now, the first chance I had, um, I, I was like, well, who has some leadership? But I don't give a shit about. Oh, Jacob. That that's who's that's who's going on to. to... <laughs> take these survivors and save them while we actually do work so but yeah no like i i would say they were like we need someone to lead team two i'm like garris my man <laughs> you know and it's like we, we need someone we need someone that can sneak in i'm like well duh i've got i've got a master thief i i've got someone that can sneak uh you know it's like but you know, they, they say, you know, the first person that's like, you know, we need to send someone in that can sneak. And Miranda's like, I can I can do it. It's like, no, you can't. <laughs> but Isn't no, awesome? I, I did make it. Yeah, I did make it out with all the survivors. Um, I actually didn't mind the ending all that much. Um, it, it, it definitely is one of those sci-fi curveballs like. I, I don't know. It, it's almost like they were building this great story, but then they took took a step back to the to some of the Mass Effect story, like where Shepard uh, where Shepard would just pull out his pistol and blast someone in the face. You know, it's like that type of Star Trek original Star Trek, mind you, level of like kookiness. You know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, to the same effect, I, I wasn't mad with the whole like humanoid reaper thing like i guess it kind of makes sense and uh, i don't know i i just wasn't mad i i actually enjoyed it um i was dumb and i saved right before the final mission and i got through and as as i was going through like i'd play one portion and it would play like long videos and it was like it was like it almost had a hitch in some of the videos i was like wait a minute could someone have died just now like during the video 
And I'm like, I, I think they could have. And actually, I looked it up. And yeah, if, if you don't have certain things, like you haven't uh, attained certain things on your ship, it lowers the percentage of, of ability, you know, that, that some potentially someone that you didn't have loyalty or um, so on and so forth could die. Or wow, if you pick okay. the wrong person. I wasn't aware yeah. of that. Okay. But like, for instance, um, I think if you don't have one of the uh, weaves or you didn't pick up one of the weaves, there's one point that Miranda gets shot in the uh, stomach that I think if, if she if you don't have that weave, then she dies right there. I, right I don't before mean the final to, fight. I, I don't mean to like really I could go off on I don't really mean to go off this way here. This is just really quick. I don't know why, but of course, because we're talking via Discord, because of the way you uh held yourself up held yourself up there, for some reason my mind thought you were gonna say that Miranda got shot in the dick. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Just something about that there. Just like the way you paused, it just made me thought like that was the way you were going. It's like <laughs> It's like I mean, yeah. Miranda has some balls for a lot of the things she's done, especially in the way her 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 character is though too. I was like, I was like, shot in the dick. I don't know why my mind went there. Anyway, sorry. Carry on with what you're saying. Yeah, shot in the <laughs> dick. Uh, no, she gets she gets shot in the stomach, and I I swear to God, she probably could die at that point. Uh, because it you're all rushing into a room, and it just kind of happens right there, but. Uh, you run over to her and she's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then that that was actually one of the times where I picked someone and I was like, I didn't want you on my team, but I didn't want you to die. So you're coming with me. <laughs> so she ended up having to do the final fight with me, which I would have preferred it to be like maybe Garrus or Legion and, you know, someone else like Jack or Morden. Uh, but it turned out okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then, so, definitely on to Mass Effect 3, of course. Um, uh, I don't like the running animation at times. <laughs> uh, on Mass Effect 3, you don't? Yeah. It, it yeah, looks like, I... it, it's almost like they took us, once again, taking a step back to Mass Effect 1, almost, because there's times like you go through certain doorways and it's like you're not supposed to be running in an area, but it's like they took the the walk animation and just made it really really fast. So it looks like Shepard is walking around with a deuce in his shorts. I when I did the uh, when I did the once over of Mass Effect Legendary Edition and I looked at Mass Effect Three, I actually made that comment that he looks like the uh, the guy running in. Uh, or what is it? It's that take on me jogging video, you know, where he's like, oh, running like yeah, this. That, that, that's how he looks to me like when Matt, he's or running. That, yeah. uh, Deadpool cosplayer. There's that one too. I, there's been yeah. a lot of adaptations of the original, but you you at least know what I'm talking about. Is that yeah. if he watches some of his running, especially when he's in the open, that's how he looks. It's just like, yeah. what is wrong? Are you okay? Yeah, like in the opening, especially, like uh, anytime. Oh, Almost any time, I should say. Not all the time, but almost any time he uses a pistol. Uh, at times when you walk through certain doorways or in certain environments where it's like you're meant to slow down, but it still allows you to like speed up with the run button, he definitely looks like he's running around with a deuce in his shorts. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he definitely needs to get checked out on that one. Get him a space diaper. But uh, so far, Mass Effect 3, I have done 
Well, I, I think you is it Mars that you go to, and yeah. and you do the archive. So I did the archive. Um, talked to the elusive dickhole. Um, yeah, that I I knew he was gonna be a bad guy, but I mean, e- even if I just like totally like disregarded any prior knowledge I had of the game, like. There were there were red flags in two throughout the game that this guy's a dickhead and he's probably already been indoctrinated. And now he's talking about using Reaper stuff and and trying to like, you know, take their technology and it's like, dude, you're you fucking lost your mind. I don't know what's wrong with you. You you're you're indoctrinated, obviously, but uh yeah, no. Um Already had to go back to the Citadel, drop Ashley off, and I'm back on the ship. Uh, I've got that. I, I just kind of walked through the ship. I haven't really gotten it onto any missions yet because um, the ship has changed a lot. You have that whole war room and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind course, of a neat addition. Well, one of the things that I'm very curious about, and I know because you didn't play Mass Effect 3, that you may not. Um, I don't know exactly how it's going to present itself to you, but when I played Mass Effect 3, of course, they had a companion app for the game that allowed mm-hmm. you to work towards helping the uh, helping the fleet actually progress their way through and be able to build it up uh, before you actually confronted the Reapers. And I don't know how they're going to approach that because that app, of course, if it exists, it's not communicating with anything anymore. Those servers are most likely dead. So I don't know how they're incorporating any of that into it. I know, of course, what we've found out, at least, and in, in reading through on things, is that your progression through Mass Effect 1 and 2 will carry over to 3. The amount mm-hmm. of effort that you've spent like looking for resources and such, too, on those other planets, doing surveys and scanning, will help you with building up the fleet, though, too. But... I don't know what that means in the grand sense, though, with that app missing. So I'm genuinely curious to see if they point anything out to you that says, here's a way to help kind of manage your fleet in some form as you go after the Reapers. I don't I'm just curious to see if you come across anything like that. So far, um, I think I've come across at least one. It looks like uh, for sure that I know of because it happened. And like, I'm I'm sure some of the the other ones listed make sense. I just kind of scrub the rest, you know. Uh, didn't, didn't really care. Uh, but it, it just stood out cause it was like the last thing I did before boarding the ship was talk to the reporter and it added 10 points actually onto my, uh, war room thing. So I think it's those, some of those split second Paragon or Renegade decisions that you make, uh, mm-hmm. where it's like you, you have to click the button. I don't know what it is on controller, for me, it's left or right mouse, so I imagine it's uh, left or right trigger for for console. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, for it, it, like I'm saying, it, it's just those uh, split second Paragon or Renegade decisions. You either choose to hold your tongue, or you step in and say, "Hold on," or you know, yeah. you just deck someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that that's a big chunk of it. It does look like some of my resource. Um, stuff from the previous game did carry over into that so far i can tell you right now i i've started with 650 uh fleet points and i'm i'm okay. nowhere near um obviously being at minimal 
capacity to survive the Reaper attack. But um, I imagine since I'm I'm back onto the ship, and like I said, just just barely explored the new sh- or the the new format of the ship, so I'll I'll start doing missions and I'll I'll be able to kind of investigate that more on how it works. But I think I'll learn more as it goes. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see what they did to adapt this now no longer working feature into um, Mass Effect Three. You know the the legendary edition version. That's going to be very interesting. Just to kind of see right. what happens here. So I guess as you go on, um, maybe what would help is, I guess maybe for or at least my sake, is do some comparisons to what you're seeing in Mass Effect 3 now mm-hmm. versus what like maybe some older articles or even like what Wikipedia says or even like if the Mass Effect wiki has any other information just to see if it's like, okay, now I understand that they've adapted it from this app to doing x instead Mm -hmm. uh you know in the in the game itself that that's just what i'm curious about because that was such a big thing that they were featuring that for them not to find a way to help you out with it would be bizarre right right yeah um but that that's kind of where i'm at in mass effect um other than that I did play some new Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the the one that was I, I I'm fairly certain it was the one that was on Wii U as well. Um, but I I played all the way to World Three, just kind of in one sitting, just randomly. Uh, one of those things you you kind of sit down and you're just you don't know what to play, and sometimes the simplest answer is the right one and uh, it's i i sat down and seriously played mario for like two and a half hours mm-hmm. so that was kind of nice uh, i've been working on mario and rabbit's kingdom battle that that's just a genuinely fun game and if you ever get a chance to pick it up when it goes on sale because it does go on sale quite frequently i would definitely recommend it it usually goes on sale for like 13 to to 20 dollars uh, maybe even less than that like 13 maybe 10 to 15 actually Okay, but it, it's worth a pickup. It it's a it plays almost exactly like XCOM in, in that kind of realm of take cover, fire on the enemy, uh, tactize the battle. But I don't know. I've been I I've been kind of aggressive with my play style, and I like it, it gives you kind of like a par of how many moves you would you would complete it in under to get mm-hmm. a perfect or whatever. I I think I'm on the uh, third area right now, and I I haven't not hit par or below yet. <laughs> okay. So, huh. but it it it's fun, and there's a few times that I I want to say there's been at least two or three times for sure that I have restarted battles because I was like I made a wrong decision, and it's not like you can go back it. It's it plays exactly like XCOM in that manner. That once you've made that decision, it's locked in. You know, nice. So if you move the wrong character first, and because uh, one of the things you can do is if you move one character up and another character can move to that same spot, that first character can throw them or like use them as you know they can use them as a jump point to okay. to get a little bit further boost in movement. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. So if there's like maybe one one piece of cover uh, close by, but then there's a, a larger amount of cover just out of range, maybe you can make that that shot to that cover. 
Okay. Yeah. Huh. It, All right. It's kind of a cool aspect. Like it, it another thing is if you uh if you take your path and you draw it up through an enemy and like back down around in your your movement area, uh Mario or your rabbit, whoever you're controlling, will actually run at the enemy, do a uh slide kick and then run away. So it, it's like they make that part of their their path. If if you draw their path through it, okay, wow. And as long as you're within the movement range, it doesn't matter. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's a different way to like play within the enemies. Uh, I I don't know with within the enemy range and not have to worry about oh am I just out of range? Am I am I going to be able to? you know, be in range this shot and they'll be out of range the next shot type thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it gives you an advantage by being inside uh, that enemy range as well. So you don't have to constantly worry and fret about that and fret about cover so much that you, you can't make that daring attack and then, you know, hop back into cover and then still try and make an attack and then hit the cover instead of hit the enemy and, you still did damage because you did a slide kick. <laughs> Hooray for that. Yay for fucking with the mechanics. Woo. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of neat. Um other than that, the uh last one really that I played was uh last night just kind of randomly cuz they've got the five the 505 game sale going on mm-hmm. on pretty much every platform right now, even, you know, Good old games, fanatical, humble bundle. Uh, I picked up Bloodstained Ritual of the Night again and was playing that on Steam. So I just kind of in a quick playthrough, uh, one sitting, got up to Zengetsu, the other hunter dude. He's like the first, well, second boss, I should say. He's kind of tough. And I did make a mistake and saved over my previous save, so I have to just kind of bear through it. Uh, there's a piece of armor that you get early on mm-hmm. that you actually have to use in a, for a mission. Like, you have to give it to someone for a mission. Well, you should hold on to it through the Zagetsu fight if you have a little trouble with it, because it gives you a tremendous boost uh till you find the next piece and i i totally forgot about it and so how bad did you screw yourself over then uh it it's about 20 defense points difference ooh okay yeah when especially my attack right now uh a weapon like a big difference in a weapon is like 3 or 4 points uh 20 defense points is a lot Oh, yeah, that can make all the difference, especially as you continue to progress until you get something that's better. Yeah, I mean, so can... I, I definitely have to play the uh, fight in a very, uh, I, I don't know, perfectionist manner. Uh, I definitely have to go for almost no hits because I think I can I can take about uh, eight or ten hits. Yeah. And I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. But uh, I've, only, I've only attempted it like three or four times and i've died twice for sure i've had to turn it off mid-fight though so at least once life you know uh you you of course know because you've got all those sick kids (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, no kidding. Life uh, finds a way to prevent you from playing video games, and that's right. that's all right sometimes, though. That's why it's like I like it's like that. I like that you know I could do the game streaming stuff. I still got to pair my Xbox controller up to my iPhone, and then of course I got Genshin Impact that I can take with me too. And then you know, so be it. You know, there's a bunch of other things, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, oh. for being able to sit down and do some other stuff, it's it's whatever. Since since Genshin Impact is both mobile and. Uh... PC. I do have to mention one that that's a mobile game, more so. Uh-huh. But it it was kind of interesting. I, I I played through Monument Valley actually this last week. Really, that's that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, and what man, compelled you to do that? You know, I I've been sitting on all this Google Play credit for a long time, and I had I had some that was going to expire here. I I had like a buck and a half that was going to expire in like four days. Right. So I was like, you know, let's look at some of the paid games. And I think Monument Valley was a a dollar ninety nine. And man, going through that, I like just the perspective and the art. I love games like that that are that are puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Like I loved Hugh. Um, of course Cube, you know, just they 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 make you think, you know. Uh, what was the last one? Super Liminal. I just completed that a few weeks ago, and cool. Uh, yeah. Well, we uh, we talked about it on here, did we? but I, yeah, we did. My brain's fried, so you have to forget <laughs> that one. But I mean, at yeah. least it's no, a game you're you've good. completed I, this year. I, I it, that was of course one that I had saved right before the end, and yeah, dumbly didn't didn't go back to for till forever. Uh, but yeah, no, same type of thing, you know. Just those fun perspective puzzles that, you know, make you think. And it's kind of a different different gear to put yourself in. And it's refreshing when you come back to, like, your shooters or your, your just regular standard game you're used to playing. Yeah, instead of being something mindless, you're you're engaging your mind. You're, you're, yeah. you're more focusing, of course, on the task at hand than you are just kind of running blindly into a group of people to go and shoot them up. Yeah. And I mean, Monument Valley, of course, is a bite-sized cell phone game, but it, it's still very artfully done. Well, it's a very popular bite-sized phone game still. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 up there on the list of, of top mobile games anyway still. You know, not necessarily like right now, but it's still one of those mm-hmm. that's actually very popular. So, right. Yeah. Well, cool then. Was that it then? That was it. Well... And at least you got to dig in a lot more. I'm very excited about Mass Effect for you, though, big time. Like, that's just such you know, a good series, I'm, and I just need to really buckle down and just keep playing. I'm kind of excited at this point to finish it, but I, 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 I will say it's kind of funny. Every time I start a new Mass Effect, I'm like, I don't like this game. <laughs> like, I liked the first one, and then I started the second one, and I was like, I don't like this game. And then I really, really like the second one. And now I started the third one and I'm like, I don't like this game, but I like a lot of the aspects, <laughs> you know, that they they've done. I, I'm going to like you. it. I know they, I, I like that. They've brought shit back from the, the first game for sure, especially with the level up system and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't know that that's, that's a week of gaming for me. Yep, and that is a week of gaming for me as well, so that is a week of gaming for us. And with that, that's it for this week. Of course, if you like what you're listening to, 
Be sure to follow our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. That would be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a billion others that are out there. If you want to know which ones we support, go to our homepage, anchor.fm slash the-npcs-podcast, and you can find all the different platforms we're on. We're probably on a whole bunch of others out there, too, that we aren't even aware of yet. Besides that, of course, you can check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, the NPCs podcast. You can check us out on YouTube as well, at the NPCs as well. Uh, of course, we've also got a new episode of the NPCs Discuss coming up this week, too, where we talk about what's going on in the world of next-gen video games and the costs associated with them as it all ties into the promises of being able to upgrade from a previous console version to the next-generation console version. But with that, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We will catch you all in the next episode. Bye-bye.